Hello and welcome back to the Loyal Suns Show. That's at the Loyal Suns on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, uh, maybe Threads. Eventually, I don't know. The space of social media is getting weird. Uh, follow us all of those places. Follow us here for Pit Sports content you won't want to miss. Uh, the Loyal Suns Show, a safe, sunshiny place for your pit athletics fix brought to you by section five we have a great and quick show for you today uh pit defensive lineman sean fitzsimmons joins us for a interview uh, it was awesome talking to sean we're very excited to see him take the field this year um, every single pit defensive lineman or offensive lineman that we have talked to this offseason has said that sean is absolutely a uh, unsung name to watch going into this season. We're expecting big, big things out of the Whippeo kids, so I think you guys are going to enjoy this little interview before he blows up completely this season. Um, I am your host today, David. Uh, Dylan is on vacation. Squid is doing some stuff for work. Uh, I promise you that one day the three of us will be back on the mic together at the same time uh smattering of vacations it's been a while since we were all together on a show i miss my friends and i am excited uh next week i think we'll be all back together and we can uh start really getting into the 2023 pit football season uh you know get the get the train rolling and uh, i know we're all really excited for that um, before we get into the interview, just a couple housekeeping items. First of all, the golf outing. Uh, you've heard us talk about it. You've seen us tweet about it. Quicksilver Golf Course, July 23rd, uh, 7 a.m. You can find more information on the website, which is linked in the link tree in our Twitter bio. But uh, we've been announcing the players that will be joining Fan Foursomes this um not upcoming Sunday, but in a few Sundays. And uh, it is a star-studded cast. We got uh, Phil Dracovic is coming out. Blake Hinson will be there. Uh, Dayon Hayes, Bengali Kamara. And we have uh, a couple more up our sleeve that we're very excited to tell you all about. So keep your eyes to Twitter and register. It's for a great cause. Uh, Snapper 49, Byron Floyd's charity benefiting uh, Children's Hospital Great cause. Come out, meet some of your favorite pit athletes, and have a couple beers, which transitions me to my next point, um, which is that it is summer, and uh, I hope everyone is drinking their Iron City Light Mangoes, the greatest beer ever brewed, probably, uh, especially between the months of, let's say, like, like May to September, so I hope everyone is hammering home some irons, being some real yinzers, uh, and and having a fun summer. Uh, and then the third thing, um, which is like actually sports related, uh, Bob Huggins. What are we doing, buddy? Um, Bob Huggins sent a letter to West Virginia University this weekend saying, "Hey, I didn't actually resign, and if you guys don't make me head coach again." Uh, I'm going to sue the university. Uh, 
Bob Huggins did send an email resigning his post to the university and then went public with a statement saying he was resigning as the head coach of the basketball team, which to me feels uh, like a resignation. However, he seems very hell-bent on going out as sad as humanly possible. Um, The most successful active or... Well, I guess he's not active anymore because he resigned um, or or didn't resign, got fired, blew a .21 driving around uh, in Pittsburgh when he thought he was in Columbus. But he was, for a moment, the most successful active head coach in college basketball. An absolute institution meant the world to West Virginia. And he decided, I am going to go out as sad as humanly possible, and I'm going to go down swinging, take as many people down with me as possible. And this whole thing just feels very West Virginia, um, not just like the awful things he's done and said, uh, and not just West Virginia fans trying to defend those awful things and uh, and say that he should be given another chance. And actually, the West Virginia administrators that forced him to resign should be the ones fired. Uh, but then for him to backtrack three weeks later and say, no, I actually want my job back. I did nothing wrong. Uh, rehire me or I will sue. Um, just fascinating. I mean, the, the program is bleeding out in the transfer portal and they just had to cancel a trip to Italy, I believe, because, you know, massive coaching staff and player turnover. Um, so yeah, things, things not looking good for them, but that is legitimately like the only thing of note in the pit world that has happened in like the last two weeks. So, um, instead of trying to figure out more things to talk about to fill time. Let's just get you guys to uh, this great interview with Sean Fitzsimmons. Uh, again, loved having him on. Very, very excited about his pit career going forward. He's going to be a menace. So sit back and enjoy. It's not much of a secret that I have a home field apparel problem. Even before we started this show, I couldn't even step foot on a new college campus without making sure there was something from that school's home field collection waiting on my porch when I got home. So we are, understandably, over the moon to partner with home field this season to keep Pitt fans comfy, cozy, and stylish at a fraction of the price by using promo code LOYALSUNS for 15% off your next order. This discount applies site-wide and with unique vintage collections for every school from Pitt to Bama, Jackson State to Colgate, Michigan, Marshall, Marquette, and both Miamis. There's something for every fan. So whether you're buying for a Pitt fan or for a loser freak, use promo code LOYALSONS at homefieldapparel.com to save big on your next order. Each code applies once per email address, so get those work emails and burners ready. That's homefieldapparel.com. Please welcome to the show, Pitt defensive lineman and hometown hero, Sean Fitzsimmons. Sean, how you doing today, man? I'm doing good. Uh, how are you guys doing? We're having a pretty good one. We're, uh, we're starting to get a little antsy uh, for the season. I can only imagine you feel that tenfold. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, yeah, 100%. Can't wait for it to start. Now, you said uh, that you guys have pretty much been in the in the swing of things already. You're just waiting for, uh, you know, post-Independence Day to really get cracking. Is that right? Yeah, that's, that's right. I mean, we've been training all summer long uh, since winter, you know, and uh, after the 4th, you know, it really starts, starts going, getting ready for the season. Yeah, then it feels real. That's when the countdown to the first week starts yeah. to get a little bit lower. It's more in sight. So uh, mm-hmm. we're so excited for the Wofford game. What's the minds of the team right now? Oh, man, big goals this year. You know, we want to be ACC champs, you know, just have a, a dominant year. Yeah, we – we um you weren't here the first time that we won an ACC championship, but – uh. The guys seem to like their rings, so if we can, oh, yeah. if we could ascertain a few more of those, I think that'd be pretty cool. Um, but no, we we love that you guys are, are starting with uh, lofty expectations, you know, in June. Mm. So um, your ears must have been ringing the last few times we interviewed Pitt offensive and defensive linemen because guys have been singing your praises to the mountaintops. We always ask them who is going to surprise us this year. And every single one of them without fail has said, watch what Sean Fitzsimmons does this season. So can you tell us what is going on behind closed doors? Like what, what has the boys buzzing about you? I don't know. Just probably just what I do in practice. You know, I put in a lot of work, you know, just to be able to play, you know, try to get on the field. Yeah, absolutely. And, and you know, we have we have such a, a deep, you know, rotation at defensive line um, that, you know, it's it's probably hard to crack, especially for someone your age. What, what, what do you see your role being in the rotation this year? Um, just, you know, obviously it would be a big uh, it would be great if I could start, you know, work for that. But uh, if that doesn't happen, you know, just be, a, you know, a nice rotation player, you know, get it, get in some snaps and uh, just produce what I'm in there. Yeah. That's a common theme we hear from guys on the defensive line. Although you might not be the starter, like the first guy on the field, but you're playing damn near as much as that guy who starts. And it's uh, really beneficial mm-hmm. for everybody. Is that what you've uh, gathered in your uh, first glimpses of playing time and a little bit more during the spring, I guess. Oh, a hundred percent. I mean, we got about like five, five, sometimes even six guys in our D line rotation. So I mean, just to get in there and get plays, you know, just go in there, do your best, and try to produce, help the team. So before we get into the weeds a little bit more about this season, the team, uh, it was just official visit season. A lot of visitors came to uh, campus. What do you remember about your visit at Pitt? Uh it was it was awesome at Pitt. Uh, my OV. I mean, I, I recently I just hosted uh, Ty Uhas last week, so just go and it's a bunch of fun, you know. But uh, you know, it's it's a good time. The OVs. I mean, my first night that I got stuck in the elevator. At, uh, oh yeah, now, that's where <laughs> I'm at. So that was that was a big memory. So I mean, but the OVs they're they're awesome. You know, they're fun. You show the recruits a good time. Just get some shows what Pitt's all about. So uh, you you were a local kid, um, you know, at growing up and at the time of your recruitment. Uh, 
did Pitt really have any competition? I, I guess a better way of asking, were you a Pitt fan growing up? I was, I was. My uh, my pap, he actually had season tickets, so I went to a lot of games when I was younger. So when Pitt finally got that offer, you know, I yeah, I waited. Like, I had the offer for a couple months, but I always kind of knew I was going to be coming here. Did Pitt have, like, any competition at all? Because when I hear season tickets, I think, like, yeah, no-brainer. I mean, you know, I wanted to see – what I could get, you know, see what other schools, but Pitt was probably was always in the back of my mind and was probably always my first choice. So it really wasn't any competition, but you guys wanted to see what I could, what I, what else I could get. I mean, speaking of no competition, uh, your senior year, you put up a quite the stat line. I see 123 tackles, 49 (laughs) tackles for loss and 21 sacks. Uh, what was it like going into every game? Were you just like another day at the office, walk in the park, kill the quarterback? <laughs> I mean, basically, you know, I try to treat every game the same, even yeah. no matter what the competition was. You know, I just wanted to go out there and make plays and produce and get help my team get a win. And that you did. <laughs> that you did. <laughs> How does a defensive end break 120 tackles? Like, did, did they not block – did they not block you at all? Or were you just that much of a freak? <laughs> I'm sure they going tried. up against but yeah, I I've never yeah. heard of a defensive lineman having that kind of a stat line. I mean I just went out there and did my thing, you know. I, I just wanted to make plays and that's what I did in high school. So trying to translate it when I get to playing here. So you you won the uh, Bill Freilich Award in high school, which, correct me if I'm wrong, that goes to uh, the Western Pennsylvania or, or Whippeal guy, um, the the best lineman in the area. That is that correct? That is correct, yeah. Since you have come to Pitt and probably, I assume, learned a little bit more about Bill Freilich and his legacy, has that kind of award come to mean more to you and, and you've come to appreciate it more? Oh, 100%. You know, Bill Freilich, he's a legend. So, I mean, even when I won in high school, I knew it was, it was an honor to win that award. And it still is to be to win, have won it, you know. So, it's just – it was just awesome winning that. That was, like, a big goal of mine uh, during my senior year because it was, like, a new – it's still a new award. Mm-hmm. It's only been around for a couple of years. But that was that was a big goal of mine to win that award. Speaking of Whippeal legends, you were, I want to say, elementary school age whenever uh, Jordan Whitehead was taking the field at Central Valley. What was that like looking up to a guy like that and seeing him go to Pitt and becoming a hometown hero? Oh, that was awesome. You know, the, those teams watching them when I was younger, it was just awesome to experience that. And uh, for me to be able to go out and do that in high school, just like he, he did, and being at Pitt, I mean, it's amazing. That's pretty good company. Oh, yeah, 100%. Yeah, Central Valley hasn't been around that long, but uh, you guys have churned out some dogs. Yeah. Where where would you rank yourself? I know you've won two state championships. You were, like, you were the Post-Gazette's Player of the Year, Fab 22. Where do you think you rank in the uh, history of Beaver area, Manaka area, uh, pit athletes. Uh, I made. 
I want to be, you know, I want to say I'm number one, but I mean, Whitehead, he speaks for himself right now, you know, what, what he's done. Uh, so, I mean, probably two or three, you know, me and Stefan, he's up here too, you know, so, uh, I mean, me, me, me or him, number two or three, you know, uh, Whitehead's number one right now for pit guys from Central Valley. Was there anything that you remember from his high school playing days that just still sticks with you? Was it like maybe a play or something he did back whenever he was one of the top recruits in the country? Uh, it was uh, – I forget which game it was, but he was at running back and he hurdled this guy. It was just – I thought that was the coolest thing, hurdling. There was a sweet picture of it too, so I, I love that play. Yeah, I mean, we're – we're a little spoiled growing up in going to whippy old schools because all of us have memories of like watching guys who ended up at, I know for us, we went to North Hills. So Andrew Johnson, which is a name you might not remember. He was a Miami recruit and we just got to watch him put up 200 yards a game. And, and we, we, you know, we take it for granted growing up Mm -hmm. in this area and getting to see so many legends, you know, how, how young of an age did you realize like, this is a, a sport I want to dedicate my life to. And, you know, this is, this is a tradition I want to carry on and I want to, I want to make it as a football player. I mean, it was probably since I was really young growing up, I played football, basketball and baseball. Football was always my best sport. And, uh, and football, my family loves football. I mean, my, my uh, grandpa played at uh, UTEP. My dad played at Indiana state. My other grandpa played at, Penn State and IUP. So, I mean, uh, football has always been it for me. So, I always knew from a young age, like, uh, that's that's a dream of mine to go to college, D1, and the NFL, hopefully in the future. Damn, I had no idea the Fitzsimmons has had that kind of pedigree. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Talk about a football family. Was there a moment that you knew, like, this is for me? Or was there a moment you thought, like, maybe I could go D1? I mean, I don't know. I was always just, you know, one of the bigger guys. You know, I uh, I was always was pretty dominant on the field when I was playing. So, I mean, I just always kind of had it in the back of my mind. You know, I was the goal to go D1. And then uh, my freshman year, when I started getting, like, invited to camps and stuff, we got invited to a couple of uh, spring ball practices and places. You know, that's when I was like, oh, this is – this is real, you know, I'm, this is my goal. I'm going to pursue it. Yeah. I, I have to imagine like if you were posting 120 tackles, 20 sacks, 50 TFLs as a senior in high school, like you probably put up some almost comical, like middle school stat lines. Like they probably had you out there for a half and then had to pull you for like other kids. Safety. <laughs> what was, what was that like having you run around you know, with when kids were only about knee high? Uh, I mean, middle school was fun. Our team actually wasn't uh, – we weren't like we were in high school because, I mean, we were split up still. We still had a midget team, and then there was the middle school team. And I was always on the middle school team because I weighed too much to play midgets. <laughs> so, uh, but, yeah, I remember, yeah, a couple games I had some outrageous numbers. Like, I remember the one game I had, like, 18 tackles in middle school. Oh, it was – in one game, so did you play both ways? Oh, always all throughout yeah. uh youth and in high school. 
What what were you on offense? I was a guard. That's a lot less fun than D end. I see why you stuck. Oh, no, 100%. I see why yeah. you stuck with what you stuck with. Um, so you you played D end all through high school, and you were obviously ridiculous at it. Uh, but when you came to Pitt, they've sort of transitioned you down into the middle of the line. What mm-hmm. one? What is that conversation like when when they tell you that's what they want to do? And two. What do you then have to do to make that transition successful? Well, I mean, I always kind of knew I was going to be a D tackle in college because, I mean, I was a, my senior year of high school, I was 285. And I mean, there's <laughs> events in the NFL that don't, that they weigh less than that. So I always knew uh, I'm going to be a D tackle. So it wasn't really a conversation. I already knew and I already knew that's what I was going to do. So, did it not take a lot? Like you didn't have to eat too many meals or or pick up your lifting routine at, at all to slide down. Oh no, not one bit. I mean, I, I basically I'm a, I'm two ninety right now, so it's only a five pound difference from <laughs> what I was in high school. So, well, that's good to hear. We're so we're really good buddies with like Elijah Zeiss, who played a couple years before you, and they they switched him from receiver and linebacker, and Pitt does that a lot. Um, you know, mm-hmm. safeties to linebackers, receivers to linebackers, move linemen around. And it always sounds like a massive pain. Like you can't eat enough to mm-hmm. get to the size that the the coaches want you at. So it, it sounds like you you got it easiest of everyone we've talked to about that. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, I didn't even have to do put on weight or nothing. I, I came in already ready, so. So uh, you you mentioned that uh, you were showing Tyler Uhas around. I, I I noticed the parallels immediately. Whippeal kids, defensive ends in high school, maybe defensive tackles at the next level. Is that are are you going to be helping him make that transition as well? Yeah, I definitely will help him if he. I, I honestly I don't even know what he's going to play D end or D tackle, but uh, if he makes the switch to D tackle, you know I'll do anything to help him out make that transition yeah it seems like you're in a pretty good spot right now that defensive interior defensive line room has a lot of uh veteran leadership what's it like with all those guys that have so many snaps under their belt oh those guys they're great i love them all i mean coming in here uh you know you don't know nothing about the defense or whatever they helped me out learn all the plays they did walkthroughs with me helped me on the board watch film and they still do that now. So it's just great having them to look up to and uh, learn from, you know. So when you came to Pitt and you started, you know, playing with those guys, who was the first one that you saw and said, oh, I am playing at a different level of football? College and high school are not the same. I mean, basically any one of the O-linemen on our team, you know, uh, like going against – you know, Carter Warren was oh, crazy. Uh-huh. <laughs> I think, you know, and any of the starters we have now and from last year, you know, that we had, I mean, they're just – you don't play those type of guys throughout high school often. Like, you no, know, 6'5", 300, you know, all of them really are that. And in high school, you know, I'm going against, you know, smaller. I'm bigger than them most of the time. Now they're bigger than me. So it was a – it was a it was a change up, you know, but you you get used to it, you know. 
what is it help us picture what does it look like when you have a true freshman defensive end or tackle going up against a guy who's like months removed from getting selected in the NFL draft like you, you had to wear a couple didn't you oh 100 you know when I first got here you know you you get put down sometimes but you know it's all learning you know get get used to it uh but then once you get comfortable in there, it's just like playing ball like you always have. So we've had a few guys in the defensive line on the podcast over the past few weeks. We're going to ask for your perspective on this question. We asked them too. Uh, however, the battle has been between the O-line and D-line this year, because there's some new faces that we're really excited to see, but we're curious to see what it's like uh, so far with uh, these new rotations. Who's winning more of the battles from your perspective? I mean, you know, they're pretty even, you know, because we're both solid. But, you know, defense, you know, we we, <laughs> we go in there. We're killers, you know. So I say we got the upper hand right now. It wouldn't feel like – no offense to the Elvins line, but it wouldn't feel like a pit team if if you came out and said, like, yeah, they're, they're kind of stifling us on the offensive front. So that's yeah. good to hear. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So uh, to, to kind of turn our, our view to this season, I think, you know, we're all, all the boys are buzzing, ready for the 2023 Pitt Panthers. Have you set any personal goals outside of, in you know, getting an ACC championship ring? Yeah, I mean, I just want to, when I get in, I just want to, I just want to produce, you know, just make some plays, you know, get TFLs, get sacks. You know, that's the fun part of it. So, you know, those are my goals. When I go out there, just produce. Absolutely. So uh, anytime that we've asked someone else this question, they've said you, so you can't say yourself, but who on the defense doesn't just have to be the line um, is going to surprise Pitt fans this year? I think the uh, Kai Johnson had a great spring ball. I think he's one to look out for this year. We love hearing that about, Pittsburgh kids. Mm-hmm. How, do you guys have a package yet that's just all whip your kids, Dayon, Nakai, and then throw uh, you and Elliot Donald in the middle? I mean, that would be awesome. We don't have it yet, but I mean, who knows? That could always be a possibility. Talk to Coach Partridge for us. I think he'll, <laughs> he'll, he'll try to squeeze you in one of these games. Oh yeah, that'd be that'd be awesome having all the the all Pittsburgh D line. Oh, I know, I know, the people of Pittsburgh would go crazy for that. We we are suckers for seeing Pittsburgh everywhere. Even, I mean, it's already a Pittsburgh team, but just getting whip your kids out there, getting to kind of lose it's a our more mind. Special. Yeah, we love Pittsburgh oh, yeah. representation. Hmm. Hundred percent. We I love when we get new recruits that commit from Olympial, You know. Well, Sean, hopefully we see you and the other three in the Pittsburgh package haunting a quarterback uh, at a stadium near us coming this fall. Uh, and and we really appreciate hearing from you. Uh, it's been great to kind of dig into, uh, you know, what all the other guys have have seen from you and and get all excited about the season. But before we let you go, uh, we wanted to uh, play a game that we we play with all of our football guests. It's called All Out Blitz. We'll ask you some rapid fire questions and you can either answer them rapid fire or if you have a good story, we love a good story. 
I uh, think that'd be something you're interested in. Sounds good. Let's do it. Awesome. Let's do it. All right. First question. What will your EA Sports NCAA football rating be when the game co- drops next summer? Uh, hopefully I have a good year, so it's high, but uh, I don't know, to be honest. Probably, hopefully, hopefully in the 80s. In the 80s? Yeah, That's hopefully. some good motivation. Have a big year so your rating looks good next year. Oh, 100%. Yeah. What is your favorite Coach Partridge quote? Oh, man. Oh, there's a lot. There's a lot. Uh, probably when we're in the middle of practice and he feels like we're not going at full speed. You know, he says, you feel the heat. You know, it means we got to get going or we're going to get get punished, get them up-downs going. <laughs> <laughs> that's That's one way to get the boys buzzing. Mm-hmm. Uh, what is your pregame meal? My pregame meal, I mean, I usually like throughout high school and that I really never ate before games. But now that we have dinner and stuff before uh, the games, I mean, I usually probably I just usually have like a steak that they give us. So that's usually just one steak and that's it. Can't go wrong with some quality meat. Oh yeah. If you could replace Sweet Caroline with any song, what would it be? Oh, man. We're passing you the ox on the sideline. <laughs> I don't know. Probably get, that gets everyone going. Probably some rap song gets everybody jumping. Uh, I can't even think of one right now. Uh, but, yeah, so, something like that to get everybody just get, get, get them going. Are you pro or anti Mo Bamba on third downs? I'm pro. I like hearing that. Uh, the people in the stadium love it. So it sounds like they love it at least. So, I mean, I'm pro Mo Bamba. Pro Mo Bamba. Heard it here first. Sean Fitzsimmons, pro Mo Bamba. It's, it's kind of a, a touchy subject in the pit community. There are some that think like, oh, this, this really gets the students going and, and they're the ones that we, you know, need to get the most involved and there are some that are saying like that song was a flash in the pan three years ago we don't need to play it 15 times a game but it, it we, we got to build that uh that youthful base in in pit fandom so i i might err on your side um but uh okay next one favorite oakland establishment i mean it was probably a uh, fuel and fuddle but oh, now man. they're closed. Oh, yeah. That's a real tragedy. It is, yeah. It's tough. Moment of silence. <laughs> <laughs> what is your dream NIL deal? And if you want to fuddle, it'll be a good one if it was still around, but for oh, dream existing deal. establishments. Ah. Uh, in Oakland, or can be anywhere. Can be anything. Anything. Uh, I mean, I mean, I've, I've seen you know people get like car deals, airline deals. Like that would be sweet to get one of them. Yeah, yeah. I know uh, Kenny and I. I think Cansey both got that uh, that car from Bowser. That 
Mm-hmm. That's an, that's another one. An- another thing to aim for. You know, we, we're gonna get we're gonna get an eighty on NCAA football and eighty <laughs> to eighty nine. We're gonna get that Bowser deal. Is there is there any kind of like food establishment that you would you would gun for? Probably Permanis. It's Pittsburgh, and I, I love the brand sandwiches. So probably Permanis. <laughs> if they don't do that already, they should just find like. Find like a true Yinzer on the team. You know, you, Devin Danielson, uh, would be day on, but I think he's still a vegetarian and just <laughs> throw throw sandwiches at the boys. Oh, 100%. I mean, I, I love their sandwiches. I'm pretty sure everybody else does. So just give them our way. Awesome. And, and last one. Would you rather play in an on-campus stadium or a pro stadium? I mean, it, it all depends on how how the stadium <laughs> is. Like, you can't be playing at Accurate or Hines. You know, it's it's Hines, but um, Hines. Mm-hmm. I love I love playing at Hines, but you know, I'd have to see if uh, there was an on-campus stadium. We'll have to see what it looks like. We're we're big on-campus stadium guys. We're so we're we're pushing for it. I mean, it would be sweet to have one on campus, but I mean. Playing at Heinz, there's, it's awesome. You know, I played there in high school, and now we're getting to play there now. I mean, I, I just love playing there. So, but if there was like, if we got some sweet stadium on campus, I, I wouldn't be too um, mad about that. Yeah, do you play? Uh, do you play Heinz two or three times in high school? I only got to play there twice because uh, my junior year, the Whippy wasn't there because of COVID. Oh yeah. Oh, that was tough. Yeah. Cool. Well, uh, thank you for playing our dumb little game with us, and uh, we we really appreciate you joining us. We're we're we've had your name circled for a while this coming season, um, and we're we're really excited to watch you break out and absolutely terrorize uh, the ACC. Oh, last final question: Which quarterback are you looking forward to sacking the most? Any of them. Any of them. Equal opportunity sack. Just get them all. Just get them yeah. all. Get them all. Who your favorite was at the end of the year. Oh, yeah. I'll tell you guys then. Perfect. It'll be an excuse to have you back on. Oh, yeah. <laughs> awesome. Well, thanks again. Uh, good luck with the rest of the offseason and hail to pit. I appreciate that. Uh, thank you guys for having me on. Uh, hail to pit. And that's going to do it here for the Loyal Sun Show. The incredibly handsome and talented Dylan, David, and Squid are signing off. Until next time, Panther fans, H2P.